Hello everyone, this is Peter from Peter Stone and I am starting my monthly webinar here. It's our monthly live online program. So if you missed this, don't worry, there'll be plenty of other live ones coming. We're going to record all these, we're going to put them up on our Kajabi site in our shopping center. and. What are we doing here? We're doing what we call M3. It's our monthly marketing and motivational program. And we're going to teach you a lot of different aspects, different points, things that I learn every month from my research, from the pros, from my team worldwide that are going to help you get to where you want to go. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, the first thing we need to have is a list of people or some place to get in front of. And today it really is easier than ever, but not everyone is utilizing all the amazing tools that are out there. And I continue to discover every single month something new, something cutting edge. And one of those is just using your phone. And we'll get into that, but we've always got our phone. And it's an amazing tool for you to get in front of people. Or if you've already got in front of people, it's a way to really engage. And this is one word I cannot emphasize too much here in marketing, especially today. Being engaged with your customer being, or potential customer or engaged with your market. So first of all, how are you going to get people to follow you or to be engaged with you? And what are the successful channels <clears throat> you're currently using? What is working for you today? Is it online? Is it through fairs and festivals? If you're selling something, clothing or jewelry or something else, even a service at fairs and festivals is a useful place to be. Even if you're an, a, mar a marketer, it's a good place to have exposure and one-on-one -on -one engagement. I know we're all here online today and that's where it's going. However, one big plus to what you're going to find out in our monthly marketing and motivation is, is to really understand the value of meeting people one-on-one. -on -one. You'll get that engagement and later on you'll be able to really sell more of whatever it is you're marketing. Service, product, it doesn't really matter, but you will. It does matter to you and it should matter. I have to retract kind of it doesn't matter because it should matter a lot that the product you have or the service you have resonates with you and really comes from your core because if it comes from your core and who you really are, guess what? You shall sell more, you shall get more engagement. So from the very get-go here, if you're marketing and you're new to it and you're just looking for something, don't just, you know, jump on something that looks cool and hot and somebody else told you how great it was. 
I mean, yes, take their advice, but do your homework. And when I say do your homework, what's it doing online, who's it working for, what's, it, what's going on with it, yeah, that's good. But sit down, find your silent space, no interruptions, and sit down and say, hey, what is it that I'm going to be inspired and energized about marketing and selling and engaging with people because this is you're not looking for something short term I'm sure I'm sure you're looking for a one three five ten who knows maybe 20 year span of income and today the market's changing pretty rapidly so you need to be you that's what's going to make you special is your branding and that's a whole nother course in the advanced business side of things. But you have to start at the beginning with you sitting down in the quiet space and say, what is it that I really want to do? What would I be happy if, if I only was going to do one thing for the rest of my life? What would that be? And I'm going to put a little graph up here. I'm going to show you that you take a shape and then you cut that shape in thirds and you say you know I really don't like this in my life I'm sure I don't want this and you go to the next box and you say yep I'm sure I don't want that one you cut the other box or circle in half and you say I don't want that and you cut that one and you keep getting down you drill down to the thing that really resonates with you, the thing that you know, or the service, or the giving, or the care, the thing that you care about most deeply that resonates with you is what you should start with. Now, if that is maybe in the beginning something that you're not 100% sure, you have to start someplace. The old journey of a thousand miles starts with one footstep in the direction of that goal. So as we go, and this is a thing that we find out for people who go to college. They think, I want to do this, I want to do that. They get to college, two years later, they change their subject, they get done with college, and guess what? They didn't know what they wanted to do because mom, dad, cousin, uncle, auntie always said, oh, Jimmy, you should do this. Susan, you should do that. And you know what? This is my whole point is that you really must for you and really for your family. They want the best for you, for yourself, for your friends. Everybody really is rooting for you except for the naysayers and the people that are less than useful in your life, and we forget about those because we're not going there, we leave them behind, and we move forward with passion in what it is that we really want to do in our life. And this, finding this seed, this, this inside drive is critical to being successful, to having a fulfilled, fulfilled day, a fulfilled week, month, year, and life. Because if we just go out and do something just to make the money, there's a plenty of people doing that every day from 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 8 to 11. They're doing it, but they're not liking it. 
And why are they doing it? They're doing it for money. Well, money's everywhere, and it seems like it's limited, but it's not. We live in such a world of abundance, and it's not as difficult to get it as it seems. So, when we come back to our center, to our core of who we want to be, or who are we, and who shall we evolve into over the next year, two, five, ten, twenty, that is a valuable thing to all of us. We resonate with our real spirit, with our real self. And yes, it could be something someone else suggests. Because they sit back and they identify and they say, hey, Bob, you're really good at this. You know, I notice when you're doing this activity that you really like have a lot of energy. Or uh, Wendy, you know, I see you over there and you, you're kind of like going through your day. But when you get doing this thing, you're like at another pace, at another speed. So I'm asking you to identify that. And even if you ask people around you, this is a, is a, is a powerful uh, tool and experiment, and uh, it's good for solid results. You ask your friends. You ask the people who know you. It's personal. And you could ask them to keep it personal and confidential, but you ask 10 people around you, what do you see my strengths as? When I talk to you, what do you really like about me? What do you see when I light up? What are the things I'm doing? What am I talking about? And you get this feedback from 10 people. Will all 10 people give you feedback? Probably not. I did this exercise. I got feedback from five. But it was helpful. It gave me a sense of like a mirror. We think we are sometimes one thing, but others see us as another. And when someplace in the middle, we're able to, oh, like, yeah, I do really like that, but I didn't really fully recognize it, but you're right, I do get passionate about that, or I do get lit up. So this, before anything else, is who are you? Who am I? What is it that drives me? What is it that's going to fill me up? At the end of the day, I say, wow, what a great day I had. I really enjoyed the day because I really was engaged and loved what I did. And actually, you go through the day and you're like, wow, it's done? I must have had a lot of fun. And as opposed to, oh my God, I am so happy that day is done. No, we don't go to drudgery. I prefer not to vibrate such words, but I really am trying to get you to feel some little pain inside or a little, a little bit of, of, you know, get to where you are and do whatever it takes because sometimes we have to dig down deep to find out who we are, what we're made of. And I have these cool little books uh, that I found online, and I have to try to remember. I have three of them, actually. And these books, I will pop it up on the screen for you uh, a little later on the replay. But I, for you that 
the online monthly replay for all the members. And you will see in this book, it asks you a lot of questions since all through your life. It's a good, valuable tool. You don't have to answer all the questions, but it makes you think. And it, oh, you remember this, and you remember that, and you remember this. And you remember things that you did good. And you remember things that, well, maybe you weren't so good at. And it didn't lift you up. But in the beginning, we need a really good analysis of who am I? What do I want? What are my goals? And a goal-setting exercise is a good tool to get you headed in the right direction for marketing. And why is it motivational marketing? Because when you get to your core, it's not only motivational, you're inspired by who you really are. You come from within to without. And you don't have to script anything. Like doing videos, I'm not scripting anything here. This is really what I know. It's really what I live. It's really what I've learned and understood. So I know from experience what I'm talking about here is very, very valuable. And a lot of people, they get passes. Oh, look, here's this course here. Oh, here's this course here. Here's this course there. What I'm doing here for you at a very inexpensive entry-level fee is I'm teaching you and giving you groundwork so that when you do take that chunk of money, you don't just put it in this program and just put it in that program, and that didn't work. That guy was no good. It's not really the guy. It's the choice, or it's not really the woman. It's the choice. Or it's not really the school or the group. It's the choice that you make that must resonate with who you are. Because in that reson resonating, you really flourish and you find a fire within that most people don't ever find in their whole entire life. You see it on the football field, right? You see it on the soccer field. You see it on the ice rink. You see it on the stage. You, we see it all around us. These people, they're pretty lucky. They don't, maybe they did sit down, but some of them are just like, I'm born in to be an actor, or I'm born in to be a musician, and I'll never quit. The money doesn't matter. It does, I just want to play music, that's it. And then they make a lot of money. Because they, why? Do you understand that concept? Musicians did not pick up a guitar and say, maybe a couple when they were kids, they said, yeah, I'm going to be a rock star and make a lot of money, but I'll bet you, and I haven't asked, <laughs> but I was in a band, and I played drums, and I sang, and it wasn't, I played drums because I said, I'm going to go out and make a lot of money, but I thought, hey, I love the rhythm. And I love the rhythm of life. And I love music. I still drive around in my, uh, my Land Rover with it cranked up every now and then. And I get charged and energized. And I do my voice practicing. And I listen to online courses as well. So what the point is, I can't emphasize this enough. Because this is a beginning for you. 
And I really want to take this home for, for what my own personal experience is. So many of you may or may not know, I uh, am the owner of a business called Peter Stone Jewelry. And I had a passion for travel. That was it. And I wanted to make money. I was already making plenty of money on a merchant ship as a first engineering officer in the Merchant Marine, traveling around the world. I had been to 46 countries by ship. Maybe I flew to a couple in between because I really liked them when I went there on ship. I did that in Hong Kong. I was in Hong Kong and I was at like the Siemens Center, beautiful hotel in Kowloon, very inexpensive. I was sitting there looking out over the park, watching people do Tai Chi. And the energy there was just like amazing. And I knew in my gut that, you know, I like it here. I'm coming back. And traveling as an engineering officer around the world and having a Siemens Club, what they call Siemens Club, is really there was the officer's quarters in for the Siemens. I got a beautiful room next to the Hyatt for a fraction of the cost. I mean, the perks, okay? And I observed the people doing their Tai Chi and I ate wonderful food and, and, and I, because on a ship, I didn't get to stay there very long, a couple days, a day, every time I came in. And I stayed in this one place waiting for the ship to get on it. And I'm like, oh man, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And I did. But not only once, several times. And I went to trade shows and events there and in a bunch of places. I haven't been there in a long time. There's a lot of people there and it, it, it's pretty intense. But it was a good experience. Why do I tell you? Because that was part of the travel. That's part of what drove me was when I left the merchant ships because they went from steamships to motor ships to diesel ships. I didn't like working on diesel engines personally. I was a steam artist on a ship, an engineer, a thermodynamics engineer really. And when the fun was over, I said, well, how am I going to travel and still make money? Well, that's how I got into the business, because I already was driven for traveling. And I didn't know anything about gemstones or jewelry, but I looked at my hand and said, whoa, I could carry, well, actually, I could carry a million dollars, much more, 10 million in my hand, but not that I was going to do it. But I just, when I asked that question, my hands opened and I thought, oh, gemstones in my hands. <laughs> what a realization. So what did I do? I traveled to Bangkok, Thailand, and I went to school. I didn't have a whole lot of money. I went to school, and at lunchtime, I got on the little three-wheel tuk-tuk, and I went down to the Thai language school, and I snuck in a five-minute meal, and I went back to my gemology school, and I was learning Thai in the middle of lunch. I was having a blast. And I was in this city that was old Bangkok, uh, really 30 years ago before the big buildings got there. And it was so cool. It still is. I continue to travel over 90 countries. And I am just so inspired. So my message to you, my marketing message to you, my motivation mes message to you is what, when I built my jewelry business was, man, I was just like, 
I could make money, I could travel, I could do photography, collect cool books from all over the world. And I did that. And I built a company. And I was so driven. And I still. And one thing I noticed, I got my business up and going, I kind of like took it a little easy for a while, and that's the lesson. A lot of lessons to share with you in what works and especially what doesn't work. I know what doesn't work because I've been running business, my own businesses, for over 30 years. Retail stores, wholesale business, factory, coffee business, restaurant business, you name it. I've tried a lot of things. I haven't tried everything, okay? But I've done enough to say I've got a dozen different businesses under my, uh, under my shirt here to share with you the mistakes I've made and the successes I've made and what's worked. And I know in the last three years things have changed. That's why I'm here, to help you and show you ways to keep it going and to not only keep it going, to accelerate or start something for yourself. So I'll get back to the core of the beginning is to sit down when you find that fire. Nothing stops you. It's the burning desire, Napoleon Hill, thinking girl rich, get that burning desire. And people say, well, Peter, I don't have it. Well, I didn't have it all the time either. And I didn't have it maybe six years ago. I was like really cruising. I mean, the economy was down and not many people had a burning desire. And I was thinking and reflecting. It's like, what am I going to do? My cost of goods went up a thousand percent. Not like gasoline, only 300% if you're in the transportation business. I got hit, bam, hard. And that's okay, because I had hard lessons to learn. But the good thing is, I'm here to report. We are happily making jewelry today, and I will share with you on a monthly basis what I've learned and how I've learned it and the marketing that I've used in the past, watching it evolve for the last 30 years, what I did from the very beginning knowing nothing to studying the masters today. In the last three years, I compressed more marketing material than I've ever done in my entire life. I've invested probably, in all time, probably over $100,000 plus. If I go back in, in the, the good marketing people, the smart business people, studying them all the while, and that's probably how I got through so many things and I didn't quit. I wouldn't be in business if I quit on some of the thoughts I had. And I'll show you resilience in this program. You're also going to see how to just stick with it. Don't quit. Live with your dream, especially if it's coming from here, coming from your heart, coming from your being that it resonates with you. So before I got into the... Uh, kind of the technical things of marketing and the core of marketing, the core of loving what you're doing and getting engaged in what you're doing is to find out what, in fact, at least get some direction from where you want to start and move forward. 
So take some time, sit down, and we'll have PDFs here that you can download, tools that will get you thinking. There'll be some questions you can ask yourself. What if, what if, what if, what if I didn't, what if I didn't, what if I did, what if I didn't. A lot of questions. What's my vision? And also goal sheets, you know, people say, well, you know, I want to make 25,000 extra a year. I want to make 100,000 extra a year. I want to make 50, or I want to make a quarter of a million, or I want to make a million. Okay, and you want to keep a million. Did you know you, there's a lot to that million dollars? It's not like you go make a million and you keep it. You've got living expenses. You've got your business expenses. You've got your family expenses. You've got taxes. You've got everything that you need to take care of before you get to keep that in your pocket. So when you are looking at this and building your business, your marketing business, or your service business, or your product business, there's a lot of things to consider, whether it's online, uh, in a store, online and in a store, or fairs and festivals, or if you travel and you want to do services, or if you want to write books. There's lots of ways to generate income from marketing, and you are the key to your own success. That is really the, the really important thing, is that you are responsible for your success. You are responsible for your actions, your reactions. Nobody else makes us do anything. And sometimes we get into, oh, well, you're so lucky and there's a blame game. You have this and that's easy for you. And no, uh-uh. I started, I never made a piece of jewelry in my life. <laughs> I'm an engineer. Actually, I uh, grew up on this harbor right out here in Manchester by the sea. And I um, <clears throat> just kept on looking at the horizon with wonder. Wonder. And if you don't have wonder and you have a definiteness of purpose, another statement from Napoleon Hill, definiteness of purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? The why is what's going to drive you. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to do marketing? Why do you want to market for somebody else? Why do you want to market what it is that you have or sell it? Find the why. Sit down. It will give you some forms again, some PDFs here to download. And I wanted to get to the core in the beginning. And then we're going to rock and roll after you find some things. And we'll do some exercises here uh, in this event. In the, it's not really an event. It's an ongoing life event. Yes, it is. It's your life event. Whether it's just starting out, you're in it, engaged, or you're going into overdrive and you want to get up to the top and look down. Because I know my last office building was on ground level, but I could look down to the ocean and hear the waves crashing and see them crashing. But here, I'm on a third floor, and I'm looking out, and 
I didn't know how nice the energy up here kind of feels. It's only a third floor, but it feels different than looking at things from straight on. So we can call that perspective. And that's another very important point is perspective in your life. Perspective of the wise. Perspective of how you see things, how you evaluate things, how you bring them into your life, or how you take them out of your life. Another thing is, as you're building goals, we're going to give you ways to understand where you're going to chip off the things that are not useful for you. You will identify those. You will chip off on the right, the left, the top, the bottom, and then you will come up with a beautiful idea, a beautiful plan, a beautiful sculpture, if you will, of what your life will look like, what it is that you want. So first we start with what we don't want, and that is still sitting down and you know, chipping that away and saying, what do I want for myself? I, I know this is repeated in a different form from a different angle and a different perspective, but the more perspective you have of yourself, where you're going and understanding of who you are, the more solid will be the actions you take, the more solid you'll be, and the faster, and it doesn't have to be speed fast, but you'll move forward, and I mean faster without, uh, you know, struggling in certain ways that, you know, moving fast without having to back up so many times. We always have to back up and correct, but when you're clear on where you want to go, clear on who you are, clear on why you're doing it, and clear on the vibration and connection with what it is you're doing, You'll be almost pulled straight out to it. And you will, yeah, there's people, places, things, weather, all kinds of things going on that get in the way and change our, 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 our uh, path. But <laughs> when you are in your own self, in it being who you really are, that stuff, I can tell you firsthand, at first it's scary, and then as you say, doesn't matter what it is, I'm going over it, I'm going around it, I'm going under it, and I'll get through it. And I remember reading in a book, I don't know how many years ago, 28 years ago, I'm reading 30 years ago, 25. Look, whatever it is you want, there'll be walls, there'll be fires, there'll be this, and <laughs> I've got stories about fire, doesn't matter. You get past the obstacle, perceived obstacle. It's a challenge. An obstacle is kind of like something that you can't move. A challenge is taking it on, understanding what it is, and maybe even not understanding, but looking at options. Options. There's not only one option. There's not two. That's why we sit down and think about, we're given something, what can we do about it? What can't we do about it? Who can help us with that? Don't forget, you're not in this alone. And that's why this membership is so valuable on a monthly basis. 
And we, we have a uh, Facebook group that is a closed group and you can interact with each other and see how each other has solved different things and present your challenges and offer others help here. And we do this together as a team and we grow. And the more experience we have, the better our experience is. So hop on board and, and enjoy this. And we'll see you next month. Hello everyone, this is Peter Stone from Peter Stone Live, our monthly membership program, M3, Marketing and Motivation Monthly. You get that M cubed here, we're getting exponential growth. Nothing one plus one is two, no, every action that you're going to do here will get exponential results. It's something I call parallel marketing and parallel opportunity. It's really simple and I built my business, my jewelry business, on part of this principle. It's not all that it's about, but it's one of the things that first came to my mind when it comes to simplicity. Now, in marketing, what, is, what, are, what are we doing in marketing? We're trying to get seen. We're trying to get understood. We're trying to sell our product, service, or what is it we have from the marketing efforts we make. And what do we need? Well, this is pretty basic. We need customers, viewers. We need engagement. And engagement doesn't mean, you know, go to Facebook and have a like. That is not engagement. That is not a lot of value. Uh, maybe a share is, but Facebook is useful, and we'll get to some of these other things, but that's not real engagement. So first, what have you done to drive customers to you? What have you already done? Think about what you've got going and how you're using it and how many different things you're using. You want to, after this uh, video, now it's a video because it's in our series, that you'll want to put a list of what's working for you. And you can put a list of what's not working for you. And there's reasons, all kinds of reasons, why things work and why they don't work. And one critical point is feedback. But first, the questions are the successful channels that you're using already. Write them down. And do you know who your fans are? Do you know who's liking you? Have you ever asked them questions to find out, well, who are you? Thanks for engaging. Uh, this is what I've got. So you probably have some interest in my product or my service. Now I need to know more about you. It's important that you ask your viewers, ask your fans, ask the people that engage, at least start to engage with you, what's important to them. Then from that feedback, you build your tools, how you will engage them, because you're giving them valuable things they're looking for. The process in that case is pretty simple, but how do you get that out in front of people? How do you get that people to answer your survey? 
What's going to make them interested in answering and giving you feedback? Time to send it back to you. There has to be something in it for them because truly it's all about them. It's not about you. Here it's not about me. I'm giving you the information that will help you build your business, no matter what it is, through channels of marketing. And you need to stay motivated while you're marketing. It's not just marketing. Yeah, we can do marketing. It's dry. Well, did I get a feedback? And, and I guess some people are okay living in that, that space of, well, this is pure measurement and, and there's no emotion. But today, marketing, and marketing has always been about emotion, getting people engaged through emotion. So what, what, what conversions do you have when people are giving you feedback to a question, to an email, to something you posted on Facebook? And we'll get into how to get people's attention on Facebook. You spend a little money, you don't have to spend a lot, to get some engagement and feedback and make it something for them. Uh, and it doesn't have to be big numbers when it comes to email. I don't know how many of you understand or know, have done research to understand that a 2% conversion rate is a good conversion rate from people to buy from an email. I mean, it's probably the average. I wouldn't say it's good, but it's an average that you can make some money. So our goal is to go beyond that. I like to 11x things. Uh, I get the 10x, but I'm um, all for refinement. I like I did some numbers and I asked some questions and I came out with a number that told me, Peter, go for 11x. That's where you want to shoot. So I'm here to help to get you beyond the 10x. Now, the other is your feedback that you get, whether it's on Facebook or you mail letters or you're sending flyers out to people if you're doing a fair for physical goods or if you're online and sending emails, doing posts. And if you're not, I'm going to talk about that. It's measurement of feedback. What did you say? Every time you do some marketing, it needs to be measured. It should be tested. There's a thing called A-B testing, and you send the same message out, but written differently, and uh, to a similar market to find out, was it this copy or this copy? These, this is testing. So I always, in my marketing department, I'd like, did you track it? Did you track it? Do we have feedback in our system? I have people sign up for my jewelry business. They have a long questionnaire. Why? The better I know you, the better you know your customer and client, the better you know who you're talking to, the better you can serve them. The better you can serve them, the more engaged they will become with you. And that's the key, engagement. Engaging in what I have to offer you, what you have to offer to somebody else. I have to give you real value, and then I have to give you value plus. Hence, the 11x, okay? It's got to be that extra. Today, you've got to be special. you got to be you, but you have to be special. 
Now, there's ways to collect information, and a lot of us are really familiar. Email, I mean, there's nothing uh, unknown about emails. Emails are great tools, but how do you write the copy? In the subject, what did you write that seemed to stop somebody? And if you have the email coming from you and you had a Facebook page, do the people identify with who you are from your Facebook page if they engage with you there or they know you from there and like you? That email, did it come from you or did it come from some company that doesn't know you? Now, there are tools out there and the emails will come that way. I mean, that's good for mass mailing and, and it's very useful and we use those, but we have to make sure they know where it's coming from. The subject is critical that what you say gets people to open it. I actually, in my company in Thailand, told my team, all right, you're checking your emails. I know there's a lot of spam and there's a lot of things. And even in the USA, there's a lot of spam and I say, look, including myself, I think all of us, we're going through our email and we say, wow, I just got to open this. Why? I asked my team to just collect those. Collect those, put them in a file, and things that stopped them as they read down the list. They even knew probably what was behind that subject, probably what's in the body of that email, but they definitely wanted to open it. Anyway, that's a call to action. And somebody wrote something powerful and right. Could be two words, could be five, could be 15. But those words are right. And the length of things doesn't really matter. It's the effectiveness. It's not quantity. It is quality. And that's moving forward in the marketing arena today. Quality will ring out on top, will make you successful. There's Facebook. You can use B2B, B2C on Facebook. Today, easier than ever to get exposure. First of all, to your friends. First of all, to people that like what you're doing already. What could be easier than to market to a group of people that have similar beliefs, similar ideas, similar thinking? And maybe if the product is similar or the service is similar, you're in that marketplace already easy to do and there's some very powerful tools in Facebook that can be used and I've already taken that for a ride and I've seen sales already up 300% when I use certain things that I didn't really know about but when I started testing it and I saw that that brought me further into the into the tools that are there and available the other thing is your cell phone number. I mean, a simple opt-in page to get people's data and information from an email you sent is like the best way to collect information. It's really simple. You can put a video, or if you're a really good uh, writer and you have the right copy to get people to click, opt-in and give you their name. Doesn't have to be the full name, simpler, better, first name at least, email, and then optional should be a phone number. And if the people give you a phone number, that means they are much more engaged <clears throat> with you than someone just 
want to get some information and check it out, that they, they're, they're, they want to hear more. That's a pretty good measure of three out of three. If you get the two, eh, it's okay. And maybe it's still useful and somebody wants to see what you really have before they give you their phone number. That's fair enough. There's so much online. Fair enough, but if they give you the phone number, then I think they're really wanting a lot more from you. So then that gives you a target market. So you can target with everybody who gave you a phone number. Once you have that phone number and you found out a little bit about them by sending some emails with questions or survey, you could then use that phone number as a like one-on-one -on -one text or a group text. There are now systems that I just learned about uh, last month that allow you to send texts to a group of people from a personal touch, with a personal touch. It's almost like a one-on-one. -on -one. And when your message is right and you are talking, oh, people open their texts. Maybe it's not like getting 100 emails a day, but when we get texts, we generally open them. It's above a 90% rate. So that's a little trick. Something, I mean, it's a tool. It's not a little trick. It's an absolute tool, a real tool, that a cell phone number is valuable. You can actually just text directly from your, your own phone. You could do that. It's a little more time-consuming. If you want to save money, you could sit down and send 30 texts from a template. I mean, it's okay, copy and paste, same message, but a good, heartfelt, real message that gets you to engage. Oh, wow, this person, I really like respect this person. I like what they're doing. I like their product. And they sent me a text. Wow, how cool is that? But the text should be like contextual, right? It should have value in it. Not just, uh, hey, do you want to buy this? <laughs> That's not it. And we do this a step-by-step step to get engaged. So we could have a face-to-face -face conversation on Skype, a face-to-face -face conversation meeting somebody someplace. A lot of value. One phone number. It's amazing. So these are some of the things, some of the tools I'm going to share with you are these cutting-edge tools, exciting, that they, some of these aren't very old and they're new and you'll be out in the front on the edge. So I want to share these with you and get you out on the edge and get you real value out of these monthly meetings. This is really, really valuable. This live and we're going to have questions after this so you can ask as much as you like for 20 to 30 minutes. All right, next. So we want to be able to get Twitter on board, right? And G+, there is LinkedIn. You can use all of these. LinkedIn is much more of a B2B. I'm sure many people have heard of it. But B2B, who are you? What do you do? What do other people think about your services? They comment in there and they tell about your strengths. You tell about other strengths. It's where we support and help each other. And that is another uh, session with us, how we're going to really network with people in similar markets, even in opposing markets, but similar thinking and similar ideas that's quality. And you have to be very careful about that. But we will talk about that on another month. 
okay? But we'll continue on. There's YouTube and stepping back just a sec, both YouTube and Facebook and Periscope, which is not quite well known, but all of those have live videos. I learned from one gentleman and his girlfriend how to set up three cameras and go live three times, cutting your cost, what, 200% or 300%, depending how you measure that. So you're getting what I call a parallel leverage, huge leverage, three cameras running, going to three different places, and you're doing your one message. If one person isn't in Facebook, maybe they're on Periscope. And it's a way to show up on a regular basis and talk about, there's always someone interested in what you have to say, what you have to offer. So these tools are just scratching the surface, but very powerful. The live is growing today, and it is a tool to be reckoned with, with more than two and a half billion people coming into the marketplace over the next two, three years. This is not a small <laughs> happening, and there's plenty of room if you take action soon. Now is like what I want to say, but we need to finish our discussion here so that you get the right tools to take action over the next 29 and 30 days until we have our next monthly meeting. Instagram, bam, it is a growing, it's getting out in the front. It's not quite there, but for business, it's a good tool. And for marketing you as a person, as a brand, I mean, it is obviously instantaneous. And as you build that list of interest, and in your emails, you want to ask people, you know, what is your Instagram? You know, can you, can you like me? And you want to put those uh, little icons in your email so people can come and join and engage with you. And what happens over time, everything you say, you know, how many people like it? How many, every one of us is different. But there's a following, and we have out of the millions and billions of people, it's not so difficult to find a few thousand people, ten thousand or a hundred thousand, to start following you after a while, as long as you're congruent, you're coming from your heart, and you have a really good, powerful message for them. Or it doesn't have to be that powerful; it has to be a valuable message, something that's going to enrich their life, enrich their pocketbook, and make the world a better place. That's what's happening today. It's not just about the money at all. It's about, yes, we all want plenty of money, but we all want a better life and a better place to live on this planet. So remember these things as you're going forward in each step of your marketing. You know, who are you? What are you doing for the world? What are you doing for the viewer? What are you doing for people? And when you're really engaged and care about what you're doing, it'll come back to you. And, and you'll build your audience was my whole point here is that you'll build the people because you're giving and they want to pay attention to you because you're really giving of yourself and your information. And we touched on LinkedIn. So the other place is a really important place to go 
And this can be linked to a website if you have one. If you don't have one, I suggest you get one. But if you prefer to be a showgoer or a fair seller or uh, someone selling services from a store or something, I understand that. But that kind of is without the support of online. I would be careful. I would definitely be looking in the direction of online if you're not there. So this will give you, whether you're a beginner, you've been doing this for a while, or you're like full bore in this, one thing you learn can be the needle mover here. That's all it takes. And be careful not to try too many things all over the place. And, and as I said earlier, you want to come from your core and see who you are and operate from that. It's, it's, it's where we're most rewarded, and when we're rewarded, we'll do more easily, faster, smoother, without too much struggle trying to, you know, get in front of a camera and talk to somebody, because it's coming from who we are, really, inside. So, this is a place to add on to your website, a blog. I think a lot of people know about blogs. It's probably nothing new to most people. But some people coming in maybe don't know what a blog is. And a blog is just writing about interesting things that will get people to engage with what it is that you're interested in. Like-minded people coming together. And when you have valuable, interesting things to write about, people stay there. They engage. And one of the tools of a blog is that we can put live links in there. A link that says, oh man, I really like what, what Peter said, or I really like what James said, or Susan, or Louise. I really like what they said. And they see this link, and that word that seems sparked, and they click on it, and it will take you to more information, or it could take you to a service that has more information about that subject, could be your product. And now, maybe you're going to make a sale from that. There's a couple different levels to do that. It depends how you want to do that. It can be very interesting. And one of the things that's really important here, marketing is creative. And coupled with a creative product, I mean, you really, you really can, can dig deep and have a lot of fun with this. And if you really have to have something structured, very doable too. You know, you can say, well, I'm going to do this, 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 this. It's very important that we keep a structured schedule and we keep a lot of noise and things out of the way. I know firsthand. I did so many different things. I did too many at one time. They didn't all work. But it was a good experience, very good experience that I can share and will share of certain things and things not to do or things to consider when you're moving forward in your marketing and in your business and in your life, personal.